This podcast is brought to you by Tropos, weather and forecast for humans. No dew points or ads, just information you can act on. Get it now at troposweather.com or search for Tropos on the iOS app store. What's up? Nothing. I feel like we haven't done one of these in a while. Where the hell have you been? <laughs> Where have I been? It's been like a month, I know. <laughs> one of us has been hanging out in Times Square and... Yeah, that's my favorite place rubbing, to be. Rubbing shoulders with celebrities. I don't know. I assume that's what you do in New York. It's like stand outside the Today Show and cheer. Ah, oh, how did I forget to do that? <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Mark in San Francisco. This is Gordon in Boston. And this is Built Face. So what's up? How are things? Uh, things are fine. Things are fine, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Just fine. That's good. That's good to hear. Just dandy. Happy to hear that. So you sounded like you wanted to rant. Well, I mean, so, okay. So I've been promising people that we're going to talk about MVVM at some point. So we should do that. But I'm also super angry about things. I like angry. You like angry? I think we should run with angry. <sighs> okay. We can Let me see if I can talk you down a little bit. All right. So in Swift 2.0, they introduced a new version of FlatMap. So we've talked about FlatMap a lot on the show. So FlatMap is, when you get down to it, FlatMap is what is needed to implement a monad, right? So FlatMap is map, right? So backing up, map is a function that takes another function, from TDU, and it takes a object of contextual type T, right? So an optional T, and it returns an optional U, right? So it unwraps. So in terms of optional, we'll just talk about this in terms of optional. So optional, optional's version of map, it, t- it unwraps a value if it exists, applies a function to it, and then rewraps that value as an optional, right? So you can conditionally perform a transformation on an optional value. Yep. Flat map is very, very similar, but it takes a function from T to optional U and returns an optional U. So the difference here is very, very subtle, but it's all about that function type that flat map takes, right? So the only real difference is that flat, flat map takes a function from T to optional U instead of a function from T to U. So if, if you were to do this incorrectly and use a, a function that you should be using flat map, for, if you use it with map instead, you would end up with an optional optional U at the end. Does that make sense? Yep. So flat map works exactly the same way. It takes a function from T to optional U. It unwraps the T, passes it through the function, and then instead of rewrapping that in another optional, it just hands that value back. So you don't end up with an optional optional. You end up with a single level optionality, right? Uh, well, it only hands it back if the function returns a value. It returns, it returns nothing or some result, right? Some, like, what, whatever, the, whatever the function returned. So, yes, it, it doesn't always return a value. It always returns an optional value, but it's, it's only going to be one level of optionality. It's not going to be an optional optional. You're going to end up with uh, just an optional U. Mm-hmm. Basically, flat map does failable transformations, and if it fails, it just doesn't get included in the result. 
map map does a failable transformation oh so yeah so the transformation itself is failable so the difference between map and flat map is that in map the the transformation that you're applying is not failable if the transformation is applied it will always succeed and in flat map if the transformation is applied it might also fail and so we need to compensate for that and so instead of wrapping that return value in some we just leave it alone and just return it as is. Um, so again, these these are just monadic functions. These are not crazy special things that Swift invented. These are this is a an established pattern. This pattern also exists for a bunch of other types, including in the standard library. It it works for arrays too. So you can map over an array of values, and it just takes every value in the array and applies a transformation. Right, and then you get an array of the transform values, and then it also works with flat map, where you can have a function that returns an array, so t to array of you, and instead of getting an array of arrays, if you pass that through flat map, instead of getting an array of arrays, you would just get an array of you, mm-hmm. right? So flat map is map, but then at the end it flattens through one level of yes. the context. Yes, you can think of it exactly like that. So, so if you think about it in terms of like function composition it makes a lot more sense like if you just map the value and then pass it pass the resulting thing through flatten right so flatten would take an optional optional and would return an optional flatten for array would take an array of arrays and would reduce that by one level of arrays right so flatten composed with map is flat map right so swift 2.0 it i don't know when they snuck this in but it was at least in beta 4 because it's in the beta 4 docs and it's in the beta 5 docs. There's a new flat map that does not follow that pattern at all. So on sequence type in beta 2, there's a new version of flat map that's added that takes it's on array and it takes a transformation function of type t to optional u, not t to array of u, t to optional u and returns an array of t. So what it does is it applies a transformation and returns any nil values, right? This is a very, 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 very useful thing because how many times does this happen, right? You, you have a function that returns an optional and you have an array of non-optional values. And so you want to, you want to apply this transformation to this array, but you don't want any of those nils, you want to make sure, and you don't want any optionals. You don't want everything to be some T. You want it all to just be the raw values. So you want to map over the values, and then you want to basically concatenate out the optionals, right? You want to remove the, the nil values. So you, like, you can think of it as like compact is a word that I've used for it. Like um, I implemented this. I have an implementation of just this part of the function, which would take a, an array of optional T and return an array of T. I called it cat optionals, which is because in Haskell, um, there's a function called cat maybes that does this, that takes an array of maybe A and returns an array of A, right? But so this function, flat map, just f- straight up is not <laughs> flat map. And I'm so irrationally angry about its existence, not even just its existence, not its existence that's wrong i'm i'm angry about the fact that it's named flat map because i feel like we're in this fragile place to begin with with flat map where it's like we're trying to teach 
flat map to people. And when you can express it as this common pattern that you're going to see over and over and over and over again, and this common pattern that can be applied to optionals and arrays and results and signals and futures and whatever else, right? Decoded, for example, from Argo uh, has a flat map. You can, when you can express flat map as this common pattern that you're going to see, this new flat map thing, that this thing that they're calling flat map, that like no argument is not flat map. It is just not. It's not the same thing. All it does is serve to introduce confusion. It's just overloaded based on the function type. It's not even overloaded based on the return type. You know. So what I'm hearing is that your argument is that this is not flat map because. Mm-hmm the return type of the transformation function is not the same functor as the receiver. The Yes, exactly. Yes. So, well, monad, right? But, yeah. So monad is like the subclass of, you can think of it as inheritance. It goes functor, applicative, and then monad. Monad is the, the base, 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 super powerful subclass of all this stuff, right? But so... So no, so yeah, that's it though. It's it's that it's mixing monads. The function that you're passing in isn't of the same monadic type as the receiver, and this is a thing. Like right, like and it's not not. I'm not arguing that it isn't useful, but it's clearly not the same thing as flat map. And for some, I'm. It's frustrating because they just lumped it in with this function that has precedence and has context and has like a history behind it and they just lumped in this other thing right like so i don't know why it's named flat map i don't know why it's not just named concat map for example like you could call this concat map and you could put it just on arrays and it's a it's a function it's a composition of concatenation or compacting and map but it's still a flat map it's not. Yes, it is. It's mapping over an array, and the function returns an optional, and then if it's optional, it just kicks that out. But that's not flatten. Flatten, like, that's not, that's not what flat map does. Well, sure it is, because otherwise you'd end up with an array of optional T, or optional U. Correct. If you and so you're just flattening it. it down to just array of U. But that's, that's, my point is that that's not, that's not the same thing. That, those two flattens aren't the same thing. I understand what you're saying, but like in order for this pattern to work over time, you need to be consistent about it. And you need to ha- give specific things specific names. If you don't give specific things specific names, then it's going – like, for example, only – well, no. Okay, they just changed it. That's frustrating. Up until the other day, only one of these was marked as no escape. So now I'm not sure if they're both marked as no escape. I don't even know. I'm just really, I'm really frustrated because this is not like, it's similar, but it ends up with a very, 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 very different outcome. I, I guess I just like, where is it? Where is it written that like, flatten has to, and the monadic monadic laws. There, there, there okay, are. But then that just comes down to naming. Like, yeah, no, that's it, my, that's what I'm saying. My, my entire argument here isn't, isn't about it existing or not. My entire argument here is that it shouldn't be called flat map. I, I'm totally on board with its existence i get that but i don't think throwing more function names at people is going to help the problem 
like if, if you wrote it out, okay, so like a traditional flat map on array, the result like the result before the flatten would if we wrote it out without the syntactic sugar, it would be array brackets, array brackets, u, right? We're just flattening that and we're removing one level of array. Right. But like the fact that we're removing one level of array, I don't think matters. So in this case, we have array bracket optional bracket u, and we're just we're just flattening that down by like removing the optional the like the yeah. interior one just gets flattened out. Like I don't think that specific type should matter. But it's it's so one of the concerning trends for me in Swift is special casing, right? Like this is a special case of flat map for when the function returns a different monad and specifically specifically the optional monad right like it's it's just it's a special case version of flat map like like if you think about it like every other like you could keep writing this flat map thing so that it works exactly the same for every single monad because it assumes that the monadic types are going to line up right so the function's always going to return a monad of u and so then the f- flat map itself is going to return monad of u, right? Like that pattern can hold up consistently. Like you can write that, you can write that once for array and optional and result and also. And this this is like a special case of flat map where they just said like, okay, this is something that's happening a lot. Let's write a special case of flat map specifically for when this function returns an optional. I just don't think that this in the long run is going to pan out well. I think it's only going to cause confusion and ambiguity in the long run. I mean, you're kind of assuming that this trend is going to continue though. It's already continuing. We have, we have special cases all over the place. We have special case syntax for dealing with optionals all over the language. Like, like if let, like, how do you write, how do you write, like why that's that's syntax right that's syntax that's not a function right so you can't you can't overload if let to work with result for example okay right yeah so that's a special case for optionals yeah throws right throws all the swift to error handling is special case for this invisible error type thing that you don't get a hold of no, like I'm not I'm not disputing that like there are problems in swift but you're going wide now like I thought mm-hmm. we we were just talking about like these functions that they've added to Swift that are supposedly supposed to conform to the, to the monadic laws. And in this one case, it doesn't. And so yes. I'm saying we have this one exception because it's intuitive. And it's probably because they added flat maps optional in Swift 1.2 and people learned how to use it. People all of a sudden grokked like how to use map and flat map on things that are not array, things that are not collections, things that are not sequences. And I'll tell you this, I did not know that this special um, addition to flat map had been added in Swift 2.0. I went to go use it, like flat map, like I assumed it would work, mm-hmm. not really understanding this, and it just worked. And I, I didn't even realize until you brought this up the other day that this, the thing that I was doing would not have worked on Swift 1. Right. And I think, okay, that means it's intuitive. Like I know that I had an array of things and I have this, this method that will like return a, like an optional, and then I don't want the optionals in there at the end. And I thought, oh, perfect, flat map, because that's what this does. And so I did it, and it worked, and I kept writing code, and I was happy, and everything was clean. Like, at the end of the day, like, I don't give a shit about the monadic laws because my code is intuitive, I, I, right? I get, I get that. But every one of these overloads like this adds more cognitive overhead, right, for just reading it. 
right? Like, like just in terms of like having to read it and be like, okay, which flat map is this at this point? Like just reading it, not when you're writing it, because obviously when you're writing it, you know, okay, I need to pass this function that returns an optional value, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when you're just reading it, now all of a sudden you have to say like, is this function that I'm passing in, am I using flat map because it returns an array? Is this this function returns an optional, so is this value an array or is it a is it a, an optional value, right? Like you have to start thinking about more than if flat map just kept meaning the same thing, which is like, T to monadic U returns monadic U. Mm-hmm. And where where that monad is the same between the function and the return type, you end up with less ambiguity. So if this did not work this way and we wanted it to work the same, it would be what? Map on array and then inter- internal to that flat map on each item? Map on array and then pass. So in theory, you could map, you would map on the array and then you would pass the resulting array through a function that specifically pulls nils out, like unwraps optionals, right? This compact method, for example. So like compact would take an array of optional T and return an array of T. So that would be doing it in two steps, which is less performant. Okay. Right? There's performance implications here, which is frustrating for other reasons, but... But you could this this flat map would be the same thing as mapping a function over your array that returns an optional t, and then concatenating it or compacting it on the other end. So I imagine you could also do a map reduce. You could do a you, reduce internal where if the function returns an L, you just return the accumulator. Yes, you if could not. You, you append the you append to the accumulator and return. Yes, that. you could you could implement this. You could implement flat map this version of flat map, which you know I don't know what to call it. Concat map. Right, you could implement concat map as a simple reduce, exactly like you said, right? Where it applies a function, checks return value, appends it if it's there, or just returns the accumulator if it isn't. And that's that is that could very well possibly be how this is implemented. I do think that using the right name here, I, I don't know. I I really just think that it should be named what it's after what it's doing. And I get I get that there's a subtle difference between flat map as I have internalized it and like flat map as you have internalized it, right? And that's almost entirely my fault coming from a Haskell stuff, right? Like there's this overwhelming Haskell influence on my attitude towards this stuff. And Haskell Haskell does not have function overloads. Right, you can't write the same function for multiple types. It won't work. There's no dynamic dispatch. It's static. Right. I guess my feeling on it is that as long as the outer return type of flat map does return the same type as the receiver, I don't actually care what the transformation does in this case. As long as it, because like yeah. you know, I, I do flat map on an array and I get an array back. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's all I really. That's all I really need to care about when I'm like skimming the code at this level. Mm-hmm. Like whether whether it's flattening because that function created an array or created an optional, I don't think I really care. So then do you write another version of this for result and then another version for like, I don't know, what else can uh, be flattened? Well, well I, don't, uh, I don't follow. So like you'd have an array of something and then the function maps over that and converts those into results. So like you, when, when would I ever need that? Well, it's the exact same thing as this. 
when uh, but like optionals are pervasive throughout the language. I don't see why I'd ever have to take an array of something I have and then turn it into a result because I already have that thing. Well, no, if you if you have a failable operation for the same reason, if you have a failable operation that can return an optional T, you could have a failable operation where you want more context of that failure. Okay, I it's guess the sa- it's the same. It's the same thing, right? Oh, I see. Okay, so and it's like so then I, you'd, you'd yeah. end up with a result, uh, an array of result of you. And then you could flatten that down into a array of U, T, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the same thing as this, but you just have to write it again. Yeah. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, like, I still am just back to array. And yes. So it's consistent and I don't care. Hmm. Like, I can always at any time, you know, option click on that function and just look at what it does. Like, oh, it returns a result. And then it just flattens the result back into another array. Cool. Yeah. Like, I get that it's not pure, but I think I'd rather err on the side of having things work like you kind of expect them to because it's programming yeah, and not but see that, But that's the difference, though, is that this doesn't – so I, I understand that we have, like, a difference of opinion on this, but, like, that this doesn't expect work like I'd expect it to. Like, it just doesn't. I'd expect this to not compile because the function type is wrong. Because the name is wrong. Because the name is wrong. That's fair. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that could definitely throw some people off. But I, it, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's, it's almost certainly not as big of a deal as it is in my head. Um, I mean, it's definitely not as big of a deal as it is in my head. <laughs> but it, it, it bothers me so much. It really does. It, uh, it's just more of Swift 2 stuff for me, which... Swift 2, so many of my feelings of Swift 2 boil down to like, I thought we were on the same page, or I thought I was on the same page as where this language was heading. And now I don't think so. Like, I don't think I'm on the same page. Like, I thought it was going in this direction, and now I'm kind of realizing, oh no. They took a right somewhere when I took a left. Like, there's an episode of this show, like, very, very recently where I was talking about how the introduction like adding flat map to the dictionary pointed at like the direction that it was going and i was like wrong wait about- dictionary has flat map now. sorry not dictionary um adding flat map to the standard library is what i meant i thought you liked that i do i still do but it didn't point at the direction that i thought it was pointing at right i thought it was pointing towards a <laughs> i thought it was pointing at like a more monadic future basically is what it boils down to i thought i thought that he was pointing at becoming more haskell like in a lot of ways and that's not how it ended up yeah i that's fair i guess i'm not surprised that like the swift team is not moving to create a language that is pristine and pure but rather something that just helps people write safer code faster i'm not i'm not saying that any of this is wrong right Right, and I'm just saying that I'm not surprised by any of this. Yeah. But it, does, it doesn't necessarily bother me like it bothers you. Yeah. On that note, have you filed a radar? Or I have. you just. I oh, have. Okay, good. So, have. so you have the right to complain. I have filed a radar. I filed a radar that just says rename it, basically. Do you, do you wake up in a cold sweat chanting the <laughs> radar number? No, I don't even know it off the top of my head or anything. Now I'm disappointed. <laughs> no. But I did file a radar. I almost filed two. I almost filed one to. Uh, rename it and another one to remove it just to <laughs> cover my bases but i was like i 
realize that that's crazy. It's it's a very 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 useful function, and I totally get that it's going to be more useful, especially since how because of how pervasive optionals are in the language, right? Like this is going to be something that you have to do all the time. I just really wish it was called like cat map or something. I honestly feel like if if people just start to understand that like flat map is a map that flattens the return type of the inner function done. Who cares about the receiver? The receiver will always return the same type. I, if you explain it to someone that way, mm-hmm. then it makes perfect sense. Like there's no confusion there. Yeah, I get that. So long term, so they're not going to do this, right? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very pessimistic that this, like not pessimistic. I, the reason it's not that way in Haskell is because like you can't generalize that v- version of flat map into something that could be applied on a protocol, for example. You know what I mean? So like the reason flat map or bind in Haskell has the type signature that it does, right? Where that monadic value, that monadic type is the same throughout the thing, right? The receiver, the function, and bind itself or flat map itself return the same monadic type. The reason that is because you can make that generic. You can write that in a way that's totally generic and doesn't actually care about the monadic type. All it cares about is that this that the type stays the same. So like you could write a function uh, protocol called monad. You can't actually do this because of other language restrictions. But you can imagine writing a, a protocol called monad. All it requires is that you have a, a function called flat map and then a function called pure. But it only requires that you have a function called flat map. And this function flat map must be of the type it monad must have an associated type T and it must have a function called flat map that takes a function of from T to self U and returns a self U, right? If you think about okay. self with brackets, yeah. like, so you can write that in a general way so that you can say, okay, all monads now have this function flat map and this function flat map is going to be consistent and we can write it in a generic way that's always going to apply no matter what the monad is. You can't do that once you start special casing for specific internal monad types. All of a sudden, you're going to end up with overloads, 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 overloads. That's the reality of the situation is that's where we are now, and I don't think that we're going to get a monad type, and I don't think we're going to get a functor type. I don't think we're getting an applicative type. I don't think that's going to happen, at least not in the near future. But if you did, you could then add a flattened method that goes from monad of T to T. And then you'd have to write, yeah. But, and then and then flat map would just say that it would go from any type to, or sorry, let me think about this. It would be. It would have to go from from T to monad U. Right, and it just knows that it can then all flatten. U. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like you wouldn't even need all the custom flat maps. But flatten flatten ever... specific for an array. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, they would all have to conform to, like, flattenable, right? right. And, like, implement how, how to flatten themselves. Optional flattens itself by... See, this is where it falls apart, though, because, how, like, optional flattening itself for an optional is trivial, right? It just kind of, like, removes one layer. If you have an optional optional, the way you make it a single level of optional is you just remove that first layer, 
right? If it's if the first layer is none, then the whole thing's none. If otherwise it, but optional flattening itself in context of arrays is different. Uh, true, but each monad would only have to specify how to flatten itself and not in some larger context. I'm just saying that this this would let you make flat map general. It's map, and it takes something that conforms to flattenable, and it calls flatten on it and returns a result. Done. Hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. I'm not seeing it for some reason, but it's possible. It's just because I've been banging my head against other stuff all day. And... But I think it's unlikely, right? Because that's like a lot of work. It and is, ju- and just to allow certain things like result to be flat mapped upon without. I guess then, then what's the gain to save the writer of result from just writing their own flat map that works on result? You'd like, still have to define how flat map works. The the benefit of all of this stuff is always going to be composability and reusability. So the classic example that I'm going to keep coming back to is when we switched Argo away from using uh, optional to our own custom types, our own custom type of decoded when we made that switch nothing changed right the only thing that changed is you just changed what your decode function returned instead of returning an optional user it returns a decoded user but the body of that stayed the same the only reason the body stayed that stayed the same is because both of those types optional and decoded are well really they're applicative Right. That was that was the that was the type that we were working with there. Right. And so since they were both the same, those operators stayed the same. The concepts stayed the same. Everything stayed the same. The only thing that changed was this wrapping type. Right. The context that you were working in. That wouldn't have been possible if you didn't like that. That is so dependent on this concept of reusable types and higher kinded types, really. You can you can compose a lot like think about anything, right? Anything. Anytime you anytime you can use a protocol instead of a specific type, you're just gonna it's just gonna be a more flexible thing. So instead of writing functions, this isn't this isn't for type creators or type producers, right? Like this isn't necessarily for the person that's creating a result type. This is for the us as app developers who want to take a result type. Right and do something with it, but hey, you know this. There's no reason this has to use as result type. This could be any monad. So why don't I just write this so that it takes any monad and it'll do this common interaction on uh, on any monad, right? You you can write more general functions that do more general things once you have this higher level type that still gives you some information. Like you get more type safety because you know less about the type, so you can do fewer things with it. So all you can do is like all you can do when you get a flat if you have a monad, the only thing you can do with it is flat map a function over it. That's it. And you can create a new version of that monad by calling pure. That's it. But you can't like, for example, know that it's an array and start mucking around on the internals of an array. You can't know that it's an optional and so start using nil coalescers all over the place. You couldn't know it's a result. And so screw around with the error state. You just can't do that. So your function is safer by default because it has it's able to do less. You're restricting what, what you are able to do as a programmer, and that leads you to writing safer code because it just you're reducing the numbers of mistakes you can possibly make. I don't disagree with any of that. 
sort of a side question. Yeah. Is the nil coalescing operator something that's overloadable? Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a version of it for result. Result? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's exactly and, there's, and I think we we do not have a version for decoded, and there was a reason why. I don't remember the reason why. But there there is a version for result. And, yeah, it's just a function. I, I think if I remember correctly, it's because de- that, you know, that really only makes sense on types that have, like, two De- Two so, states, whereas decoded has three or so four. Well, it has three, but but like there have been internal talks about like it doesn't really ma- really this kind of like nil coalescing thing or the the double question mark operator. What it makes sense in is when there's a good case and x number of bad cases, right? Like there can be x number of so result so decoded, for example, it could implement nil coalescing and only. And just it would just be like ignore the errors and return just this success case. Right. Right. So decoded is like I don't it's know. It's just sugar for doing a switch with the good case and then default. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which I think would like encourage people to get lazy with all of that type of information that you're throwing away. But sure. Like I can see some cases where you really don't care. Yeah. You can already throw away the type information just by right. you just gotta work a little hard for it. Yeah. I don't think we have time for me to complain about JSON API. Why don't we fold it into our view model discussion next time? Okay. Just as a taste for the listeners, JSON API is horrible. It's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I hate it more than almost anything <laughs> I've had to deal with. It's like up there with code signing for me. <laughs> like I I just I can't I, I don't get it. It drives me crazy. Anyway. <laughs> Just wrap it up. All right, yeah. Feel better? I mean, not a whole lot. <laughs> uh, show notes for this episode can be found at buildphase.fm slash 90. And as always, we'd like to hear from you, so email us at buildphase at thoughtbot.com or reach out on Twitter at buildphase. And we always appreciate ratings and reviews on iTunes. All right. All right, good talk. Talk to you later. Later. <laughs>